opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Uh, Good afternoon, good evening, welcome. My name is Peter Altschul. I am the program chair of Friends in Art. And before we go any further, I'd like uh, the CEU codes to be read. I believe uh, Andrea is going to do that for us. The beginning code... 81031. Again, 81031. Thank you, Peter. Thank you. And the closing code will take place at the very end of this uh, session. Uh, so be, be ready for that. So before we get going, I'd like to remind folks of what's coming up for other Friends in Art programming for tomorrow. Uh, we have a, uh, a presentation by a children's author. Uh, late afternoon central time we have of course the uh showcase of the performing arts the virtual thing starting at uh 7 30 central time on uh, acb media one and we have the post showcase get together after hours beginning right after the showcase or around 9 30 central time so i hope you will enjoy all of that and i would now like to turn the uh floor as it were over to our new president and Chiapetta. Hey, Peter. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much. Um, it's uh, it's great to be here, and uh, I hope everybody who is listening really enjoys uh, this workshop about Come On Justice and how it made its way from a poem to a performance poetry piece with um, with percussion, and uh, it's just been really exciting for me to to be part of um, be part of this and to know that it's it's up and coming and we're finally here and I'm so happy so before we get started started um, I'd like uh, our panelists to introduce themselves and to hand it off to one another so uh, Peter why don't you go first and then I'll go and then Abby and then Joan and then Jason Okay, so uh, my name is, again, Peter Altschul, and the important thing for you to know about me right now is I live in Columbia, Missouri. And I'm Annie Chapetta, and I live in New Rochelle, New York. I'm Abby Taylor, and I am in Sheridan, Wyoming. I'm Joan Miles, and I live in Salem, Oregon. I'm Jason Castingway, and I live in Manchester, Connecticut. Well, how about that? We're all over the over the United States, and that's going to be something that we're going to try to um, to remind everybody about while we go through this presentation. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna kind of tell you the story of how this all happened, um, and uh, to start with a little bit of prehistory, I like to call it. Uh, uh, we're going to talk about how the poem actually became a poem. And uh, so we're going to start with, um, with, with a little bit of information from Abby regarding uh, the organization Behind Our Eyes, uh, because that's where this poem kind of birthed itself. Um, and then after Abby talks a little bit about Behind Our Eyes and, how, and what Behind Our Eyes is, then we're going to hear from the poet that um, wrote the poem, and that's Joan. So why don't we get started and, um, and then go from there? Okay, so Behind Our Eyes is an organization of disabled writers. We're scattered across the country and even overseas. Any writer with a disability is welcome to join. We first started back in 2006. And since then, we we have we only started with maybe just a few people meeting by phone conference, and now we evolve. We have some of our meetings on Zoom. We have some of our meetings, uh, you know, via phone conference. Uh, we have we've published two anthologies of our work, and we have a third one coming. And we also have an online magazine called Magnets and Ladders that comes out twice a year. And the programs we have for our members, we have two. Uh, twice monthly phone calls on the first and third Sundays, and sometimes those are on Zoom, where we have guest speakers or critique sessions or roundtable discussions on a variety of topics. And also, we have what's called the Reader's Workshop, which Joan will talk about later. 
That's on the first Tuesday. And this is where members can read their work aloud. And it's, it's designed to, to help people get comfortable reading their work aloud because one of the things you, you would want to do as a writer to promote yourself is to read your work in front of an audience, whether it be virtual or live. And so that's one thing we do. We also have what are called writers exchange classes where members volunteer to teach classes on a variety of topics. We also have a book launch for our members. Each month, one of our members has a book launch, and this is usually held on Zoom, and it is um, widely announced and open to the public. And this gives members with books a chance to promote their books, whether it be being interviewed by another member or somebody else, or maybe giving a reading or just talking about the book and then answering questions. That's basically our organization behind our eyes in a nutshell. But I think uh, Abby, would you would you would you do me the favor if you know it and give the which, uh, the website address for behind oh, yes. our eyes? Of course, you can go to it's just behind our behind our eyes dot org, and you'll find a membership form where which you can use to, to submit if it request to be a member, and then you'll be contacted from there. And and we have an email list. And which, where people can post their work and we post announcements of our upcoming events. Thank you, Peter. I did forget about that. And it's Thank free of charge, so as I remember. So, you know, oh, it's, it's, it's yes, a free it is free of charge. Yeah. It, there's no, there's no charge. We do ask for donations, but otherwise it is free of charge. Yes. So now let's hear from Joan and talk about how the poem was birthed. Okay. Thanks, Peter. So this poem had its debut, so to speak right there in the Reader's Workshop of Behind Our Eyes. I brought it there to practice reading it and also to see how um, our members would feel about joining in. So I read the verses, and at the end of each verse is a line that repeats. I had those in attendance do the response. So it became a really great kind of a rallying call. Before I go any further, I want to say that this poem was written in the summer of 2020. And as we all remember, that was a very difficult time for all of us. We were shut down with COVID restrictions and fear of of COVID, and we were all feeling very isolated. And and at the same time, there was a lot of strife in the streets. Um, Black Lives Matter protests were happening at that time. All of this affected me very much as a human being, as I'm sure it affected everyone who's listening. And um, I belong to a small poetry critique group. And at that time, we were looking at a poem by Maya Angelou. And so with her voice in my ear, I was thinking of all the strife in the streets and the, and the protests and everything that was going on. And it was bringing me down very much, but I didn't want to stay there. I wanted a better response. And that's how this poem came to be, because I just started calling out for justice. And then when I brought it to the reader's workshop and saw what a great rallying piece it could be, it just was even a, a, a bigger delight to me. May I read the piece? I think you should. Okay, here we go. Come on, justice. Something's stern in the wind and weather. Something's roaring in the stormy tide. Something's rising up for good and better. Come on, justice, come. Something's beating in the hearts of young folk. Something's rushing down the halls of time. Something's urging us before all hopes broke. Come on, justice, come. Smash the idols that compel us. Fear and prejudice and greed. Clear the pathways that repel us. Come on, justice, come. Something's truer than the tears that blind us. Something's shining on the hill ahead. Something's marching in the streets behind us. Come on, justice. Come on, justice. 
Come on, justice, come. Beautiful. Thank you, Joan. So, Andy, if it's okay, I'd like to continue the story from my perspective. Yes. So, um, uh, Joan sent this poem around to everybody uh, who was on the writing uh, Behind Our Eyes um, listserv, and I looked at it and immediately knew that I need to set this to music. Furthermore, I also knew how I want to set the come on, justice, come. I, uh, or I would flash back to my time as a jingle writer uh, for commercials in the 80s, and I knew immediately somehow how I wanted to set the, uh, the poem and how I wanted to, uh, the basic sort of overview about how I wanted this thing to sound. Uh, and somebody mentioned percussion. Uh, many of you may know that I'm a percussionist. Um, and so um, I thought about it for a while and sent a note to um, Joan and said, hey, do you mind if I set this to music? And she wrote back saying, sure. Uh, but I'm not quite sure, Joan, you had any idea what to expect. Um, but, um, but any- <laughs> so anyway, um, uh, uh, we're going to hear that the, the, inter- uh, the uh, intermediate version of this, Jason, if you can sort of get that ready to play. And if anybody uh, has headphones, I would encourage you to put them on because there's, uh, the stereo effect is, I think, quite powerful. If, if you don't have headphones, it's okay. It will, it will be, go just fine. Um, but so, so anyway, so I thought about it for a while. I went over to a friend of mine's place who has a recording studio and spent several hours, uh, one Wednesday afternoon, I think it was, uh, recording, uh, what you're going to hear. Uh, Jason, if you are ready, why don't we play it? Yes. And I just wanted to point out real quick that, uh, I don't think iOS supports the stereo, but if you're, if you happen to be on a computer, you'll hear that with your headphones. All right. Here we go. Thank you, Jason. Come on, justice, come on, justice, come on, justice, come on, justice, come. Something's stirring in the wind and weather. Something's roaring in the stormy tide. Something's rising up for good and better. Come on, justice, come on, justice, come on, justice, come on, justice, come. Something's beating in the hearts of young folk. Something's rushing down the halls of time. Something's urging us before all hopes broke. On justice, come on, justice, come on, justice, come on, justice, come. Smash the idols that compel us. Fear and prejudice and greed. Clear the pathways that repel us. Come on, justice, come on, justice, come on, justice, come on, justice, come. Something's truer than the tears that blind us. Something shining on the hill ahead. Something's marching in the streets behind us. Come on, justice, 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 come on, justice. Wow. Wow. Well, Peter, I must say, when, when I first heard it, I was surprised and a little like, holy cow. But um, I was somewhat overwhelmed, but I loved your enthusiasm and the fact that you connected with this piece. So thank you so much for taking it on. Well, and I was delighted to do it. And, and I, 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 I remember calling Ann, Annie. I don't know if you remember this, Annie, uh, the day I sent it around to everybody and, uh, t- and said to Annie, I, I don't know if Joan's going to like this. Um, <laughs> I was, uh, <laughs> I, I was, 
I, I didn't quite know what to expect, you know, um, the, the reaction to me. Um, so, Annie, what do you, you know, what do you remember about all this sort of the, the, you know, when, when you received that? So first, the first thing, let, let's rewind here a little bit. I heard through the Behind Our Eyes listserv that Joan's poem became like a chant or like a call for action. I was like, oh, darn, I wasn't there. <laughs> I, was like, I, wasn't there I missed that. I didn't want to. But, you know, so, okay. Anyway, so, and I was like, wow. So then I think I, re- I remember Joan talking to you about it, saying, oh, I'm so sorry I missed that. Must have been really powerful. At least, at least this is what I remember. It could be faulty memory, so whatever. Anyway, but then Peter, I'm, yeah, so I remember Peter talking to you about it and hearing um, the interpretation that you just played and thinking, okay, um, I think we, I think we need to, um, at least I felt like there was more to it. I felt that, that after hearing, you know, after reading Joe's po- Jones poem and then hearing what you did, I'm like, there, there's, there's another step to this. There is, there's something more to it. The poem wants to break free of being a poem and I'm, in full disclosure, I am not a musician. Uh, you know, I'm a poet, but I love music and I know what I like and I know when something needs more or or, or deserves attention in some way. And uh, I felt that this piece really needed to break free. And um, so I, I really tried to make that happen. And um, the first thing I decided to try out was was to bring everybody together and uh say okay let's let's try to work on this let's let's figure out how to make it something really powerful so in a nutshell that's kind of how i thought um in the beginning and i was hoping that people would be on board with that and uh you know i just um i gave it up to the wind and said okay if it's meant to be it's meant to be and um these people are so talented and uh I really just wanted to see, uh, you know, see it progress into something um, that would that would make people just go wow. And, and, and I have to say that when I, you know, when I sent that around, I wasn't sure that was the final version either. I wasn't sure what was next. Hmm. Um, and yeah. so, uh, Abby um, and Jason, what do you remember about how you got involved with the actual like uh, reshaping of this piece? Well, I believe it was either Aunt, yeah, I think Annie contacted me and said, would you be interested in reading part of this poem? And I said, sure. Uh, that's really, that's really all I remember. And then, of course, we set up a, I think, a Zoom meeting to talk about how we would do it and that sort of thing. But that's what I remember about it. I'm trying to remember exactly what happened, but I thought I heard about it from Anne and Peter. I don't remember who came first, but certainly <laughs> um, I did get to hear from Peter because uh, he sent me that uh, mix that we just heard and wanted me and everyone, I think, to hear it and figure out how we might add to that. And and Annie really drove that drove that thing too. I mean, because yeah, I wasn't sure. Did. What, um, and. So we, so we all met. We all got on a Zoom call. Remember, right. we're, all from all, we're all from all over the country. So we we hadn't met at all. I mean, you know, uh, uh, you know, in person through this whole process. And what this? What do people remember about that meeting? Uh, that that Zoom meeting about how you know how that meeting went? I was a little I was a little overwhelmed because um, I wasn't sure what was what the end result would be. But I didn't want to stand in the way. I, I really wanted to let the poem fly. And so it was, a, it was a little difficult for me at first to let go of the reins and to welcome everybody's participation. Because you know how it is when you create something. But y'all came to it with such care and... um respect for the piece and with your you each brought your own talents and it was such a privilege that you all jumped in on this project 
Joan, this is Annie. I'm, 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 you know, hearing you say that just makes my heart feel good because <laughs> that was the <laughs> the people that that I wanted to be part of this big I, this idea. I had no idea it was going to be what it, what it ended up being. I, I wanted caring people, and I think the people that came to the table to do this are are just that. So, um, yeah, yeah. This is Jason, and what I remember, too, is I was sensing that this was very new territory, and um, I was picking up maybe a little on the overwhelmment, kind of like, wow, where is this going to go? What's going to happen with it? And so I got a little preoccupied thinking, oh, gosh, I I hope the end result is is, uh, something that Joan will be happy about. (laughs) And uh, But I finally realized in order to to do what we need to do. We need to sort of let go and let it flow. And, um, yeah, I think we did that. (laughs) Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And and so, uh, you know, we're, 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 I I remember being a real struggle. You know, we, we all knew that it needed to be different than what I had sent in, that what I sent in was a good start, but, but it wasn't where it needed to go, but none of us quite knew what needed to happen. And then my recollection is that somebody suggested, Hey, why don't each of us read a verse of the poem? Right? So Yeah, I don't remember who that yeah. was. I don't know who that was either, but it was a really good idea. Whoever, whoever it was. It was whoever really you are, idea. thank you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, somebody had that idea. And and so then, of course, the question was, okay, we like that idea a lot. <laughs> right. But then, then the question is, okay, we're all in different parts of the country. How do we all do that? Well, right. that's what Zoom is good for. And this is where Jason really began to help us a lot because he knew how to, you know, use Zoom and 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 help us get that done. So we each of us um, read a verse of the poem. Uh, I read the fourth verse. I can't. I, uh, what, um, I, I don't know. I, I think. Let's see. Joe, did you read verse one? I did. You did. And then Abby read verse two. Is that right, Abby? I believe so. I I don't yeah. remember. I. Yes, I think that's what I did. Yes. And then I read verse three. And then we kept my. my and then you kept verse four. Verse four. Yeah. And we all jumped in with our various come on justice elements. And right. Jason, threads. did you read? You read a verse, didn't you, Jason? I, I didn't read a verse. No, I, you didn't. I came he just in. did all the technical stuff, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I'm mistaken. Well, and I, no, and I did chime in with with come, my my versions yes. of "Come on, Justice." Yes, right. I so, but, but that, yeah. that was the second part of this piece. Somebody had the idea of like uh, you know taking the idea of the readers' workshop and implementing it. So you know everybody also sent in samples of their voice singing, saying "Come on, Justice," uh, whispering it saying it in sort of, you know, quieter voices, saying it loudly, saying it, you know, different voice shape shades. And so I don't know how, how that idea came out as well, but somehow it did. And so we, everybody was asked to read a verse of the poem, the one that they've been asked to read and to send us four or five or six samples of their voice in various shades of loudness and timbre saying, come on justice. For the chorus, come on, justice, come. And, you know, some of us, uh, you know, were more comfortable doing it than others. Uh, and so um, what do you all remember about, you know, uh, reading your verse and saying those come on justices thing in preparation for the, for the last step of the process? Well, the difficulty I had was trying to get my come on justices to, to sound not like I was calling a dog. You know, come on, justice. <laughs> <laughs> and that that was that was hard. The po- the verse itself wasn't hard to read at all. Just getting those, you know, trying to figure out how to do those all those come on justices in a different way, and you know, to to sound like I want justice and not I'm not just calling my dog. So yeah, that was what was tricky. <laughs> what was funny about it is that one of the one of the things I used for come on justice was as if I was calling a dog named Justice. I thought that was okay. a, a, <laughs> and that's that's what I was afraid I, I was sounding like, but I don't think you sound like that. So you know, I, I, that was just one of the things that sort of I, I want to do as many different variations of my voice that I could, and that was one that came to mind. You know, um, how about the rest of you? 
and sort of reading the poem, your verse and reading it, saying, come on. This is Annie. You know, I had a little bit of trouble thinking I, uh, my pacing was off, uh, you know, it was too slow or that it wasn't powerful enough. And um, I struggled with that. And I, um, I did it quite a few times before I, you know, I sent in something that I thought was acceptable. Um, you know, I, sometimes I have that, you know, I have that issue where I think that I'm, I'm just not percussive enough with my voice, you know? So, um, and the, and the come on justice, I had fun with it. I said it high. I said it low. I said it whispering. I, you know, I, I had a lot of fun. So, um, but it was the main stanza that I had trouble with and I flubbed it once and I, I didn't say the lines right. <laughs> I had to go back and re redo it, you know? So, um, but the, so it was the stanza that gave me the issues, not the, um, come on justice. Uh, chorus. Uh, I had fun with that. Oh, see, I had the opposite situation because I guess I'm a little more inhibited. So for the come on justices, if there had been a group and we were all cheering or something, I (laughs) felt a little more free. But just here in my room, um, I felt a little inhibited. And but it all came together, mingled in with everyone else's. So that was good but 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 i but i want to say i went down to my studio and and recorded my uh my uh come on justice in various shades in my voice and the engineer i was working with thought i was an utter idiot he had no idea what i was trying to do he kept saying do you really want to do this yes i really want to do this trust me are you sure you really this is all you want to do yes this is all i want to do and uh you know he had no idea i had to sort of persuade him yes just do what you know do what i'm asking you to do send it to me and and he right. thought i was an utter lunatic um <laughs> which i am but but you know not uh not always so, um so i now want so so everybody sent to jason their verse their um their versions of come on justice and my drum track uh, which I took the, which I took the, my speaking out, except for the fourth verse and the come on justice. And I remember saying to Jason, okay, Jason, here's what I would like you to think about. I'd like you to start quietly and I'd like you to build it over the end of, to the end of the song so that at the very end, it's really crazy. You know, lots of stuff happening. Mm-hmm. And I said, do you need anything else for me? And he, he said, I don't think so. I said, okay, um, go for it. So Jason, talk about, uh, how you, what you did, what you did, and uh, including the technology you used. How did you, you, you know, you, what to, you know, how did you, how did you make this happen? So everybody sent me their voices, their reading and um, come on justice parts. And I'm a Mac user. I collected them all into one folder. And I have my studio Mac downstairs where it's quiet, usually. And I can work with headphones on so I can hear everything real clearly. So I didn't actually record my come on justice part until I heard other people's come on justice parts because I really didn't know exactly how I was going to proceed with it. And I felt like, wow, I'm, I'm hearing some of the freedom going on here. I now have an idea of what I can do. So that was one part that I thought was rather funny while you all had to do it really on your own, I got to wait and kind of <laughs> figure out what to do based on what you did. <laughs> um, so my Mac, um, I just, I have a mixer connected, uh, which allows me to connect my microphone and, and keyboards and things like that. So I listen to, to everything through that. And I use, um, I used a program called Reaper, uh, which is a multi-track um, digital audio workstation or app anyway, if you want to keep it simple. And it allowed me to put all of these voice parts on different tracks. And that's where some of the trouble began because I felt like, where am I going to start? This is kind of a jumble of voices right now. I really don't know what to do and where to, you know, where to put Annie or where to put, well, I, I knew where to put people in terms of where the verses belonged. But 
other than that, I was feeling kind of in the dark, and I knew that this would probably be the case. However, I decided, okay, I just need to choose something to start with, and sure enough, one step after another, things started to line up. And Peter, if I remember correctly, uh, I worked hard on this and got it to a certain point, and I let you hear it, and it was it was close to what you were envisioning, but I think there were um, issues with maybe the the sort of climax of it not getting quite as full as you expected. I can't remember exactly what happened, but yeah, I remember. Get- I, I, I remember listening to it, and, um, and 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 the build wasn't quite right. I can't remember precisely what I said to you, but you know, I said mm-hmm. you know it's got it's got to be a, a more gradual build. And mm-hmm. I, I, my recollection, I said, you know, work on the second and third verses because the, because the build oh. wasn't gradual. It was sudden. That's what I remember, but it could be any, you know, but whatever it was. And mm-hmm. you said, okay, you know, you were very gracious. You didn't complain. <laughs> um, and uh, to you I anyway. Said, I, <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, you were very gracious. And so I said, okay, you know, he's, he's working on it. And uh, mm-hmm. so, Jason, you continue, continue your story. Sure. So working with multiple tracks gives me the ability to adjust the volume uh, of each person, each person's part. I can adjust the position in the stereo spectrum so that uh, people are sounding a little more spread out rather than all Mm. coming from the center. And once I started doing that, I felt like, wow, this, this is really coming together in a way that makes it sound more... Uh, more interesting because, uh, you know, Annie's on the left, Abby's somewhere on the right, and, you know, some people are closer to center, but everyone, everyone's in this sort of circle, and and it ends up that we're all coming together at the end with, with all our parts, and you can hear it, uh, especially like Peter mentioned with the headphones, uh, you can really hear that um, spectrum of sound and chanting and drumming and it, it's marvelous. I love it. So when Jason sent me the next version, I was completely overwhelmed. I, and I think, Annie, you were too. I, I, uh, I remember yeah. calling you or emailing you or something or texting you and saying, have you heard this? This is amazing. Um, and and um, I, I listened to it like 10 times in a row. I was just so amazed um, mm-hmm. about what, how Jason had put her ideas and made it, made it really sing. Um, and, um, uh, uh, Joan and Abby, when, when you heard it for the first time, what do you remember of anything? Well, I just thought it was amazing that it came together, came together the way that it did, you know, the different voices, you know, and I did hear it. I think I did hear it with, with headphones on my PC the first time. And it was, you know, some of us were in one ear and some of us were in the other is like, you know, all coming from different directions and the drum just added a really, uh, a really nice uh, you know, backdrop to the whole thing. I, I just thought it was amazing the way it was put together. I did too. And I, I was just so thrilled because I could not have, an, I could not have imagined it that way. You know, I'm, I guess I'm kind of two dimensional putting the words on the page and, um, but to see it really, take shape in such a tangible, you know, I mean, it really had form and power and it really was speaking what I had hoped it would. And that's because of all your participation, all of you. And this never could have been done without Jason. I mean, you know, know, and, and, Oh, I know. In reflecting on this process, you know, after uh, thinking about it, you know, Without Jason's magic, this never would have been yeah. what it came out to be. Um, and so um, uh, we're going to play the the final version. And some of you may remember this. This was uh, as a part of last year's showcase. Um, and uh, what I remember about that, uh, you know, what was played, uh, the after hours event uh, when people were there, that was one of the things that got the most attention, which, of course, I was thrilled about. But um uh, and, and uh, you know, you, you never know what to expect when you when you play it to a wider audience. Mm. But this really was um, 
for me, it was a highlight of, of, for me last year, sort of in my creative realm, uh, you know, being part of this process. Uh, when I, when I heard Jason's final version, I, I was like, I ran into the living, I, in, well, I was in the living room and I, in my office and I ran to my husband. You have to listen to this. Like, I don't care what you're doing. You need to listen. And he was like, okay. And then after he listened, he was like, that's pretty good. And I said, yeah. He goes, who did that? And I said, me and all these other people I know. And he goes, really? Like he was shocked. (laughs) He was so good. And I'm like, yeah. And I was like, Jason did this and Peter did that. And And he was like, all right, honey, thank you. (laughs) <laughs> and Andy, I was like over record. the moon about it. Yeah. Andy, Andy, yeah. For the record, what, 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 what does your husband do with the time? He's retired now, but what, what, what did he do? Uh, he, with he's a customs. He was a customs officer, like Mr. Concrete, you know, like doesn't really have uh, an ear for much except for hard rock, you know, like Iron Maiden. Um, so <laughs> you know, for him to hear something like this and say, who did that? And that's really good. That to me meant it was really good because he wouldn't say that if he didn't mean it. I mean, I'm his wife, but he would say it, it, if it sucked, he would say that. He would not like, and he didn't. He was like really impressed. I was like, all right, it passed the Jerry. So there we go. <laughs> so I think we're going to play the the final version. This is the version that was done in last year's showcase. And um, after that's done. Um, I think Annie. I think we're ready for questions. Yes. So, so please raise your hand. Um, and after the uh, performance, uh, what you're going to hear, we will take questions and reactions. So, Jason, if you're ready, let's do it. Come on, Justice, performed by Joan Miles, Abby Johnson Taylor, Anne Chapetta, Peter Alchel, and Jason Castingway. Soundscape designed by Peter Alchel. Audio editing and production by Jason Castingway. All rights reserved. Copyright 2021. Joan Miles. Come on, justice. Justice. Come on, justice. Justice. Come on, 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 on justice come come on come on come on something's stirring in the wind and weather something's roaring in the stormy tide something's rising up for good and better come Come on, come on, justice, come on. Come on, justice, come on. Come on, justice, come on. Come on, justice, come. Something's beating in the hearts of young folks. Something's rushing down the halls of time. Something's urging us before all hopes broke. Come on, come on, come on, come on, justice, come on, 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 and prejudice and greed. Clear the pathways that repel us. Come on, justice, justice, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, justice, come on, come on, justice, come on, come on, justice, come on, justice, come on, justice. Something's truer than the tears that blind us. Something's shining on the hill ahead. Something's marching in the streets behind us. Come on, justice. Come on, 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 I would like to hear more about Behind Our Eyes because I 
used I wrote poetry when I was in high school and college and I wrote songs too and then I stopped for many years and I'm a senior and I go to this writer's workshop at Sacramento Society for the Blind which meets twice a month but I would like to hear about behind our eyes like what do, do you meet and how often and you know, do you, I mean, what do you do exactly? Do you have workshops or is it like we a, have all kinds <laughs> a network we of, have all of kinds writers of with disabilities? Oh, uh, we have several things going on. We have, um, we meet normally on the first and third Sunday of the month via phone conference. And those meetings, we do a variety of things. We have critique sessions or we have uh, panel discussions. We sometimes have guest speakers. Then we also have the reader's workshop that Joan mentioned earlier. Uh, well, I don't know that she actually did, but actually on Tuesday night, the, the, the first Tuesday of the month, we have a reader's workshop. And this is where people can just read uh, their work aloud. And it's important, you know, because if you're an author, one way that you want to promote your work is to read your, loud, read your work aloud, either virtually or um, in person. And so this is a great way for you to get comfortable doing that. We also have a book launch where our members who have books um, have a chance to uh, do it, uh, uh, do promote them. They, these are monthly events on Zoom, and uh, they can either have a, someone interview them or they can just talk about the book, do a reading or some sort of presentation, and then with a Q&A afterward. And then we also have what are called writers exchange classes where members volunteer to teach classes. We had one last winter on grammar. We've had them on, oh, Annie's doing one in June on yes. how to read your, yeah. In process. Your, in process. Yes. It's, uh, how, how to read or use a recording to read your work, like, like, like hearing it and then re- reading it back. I, I Audio prompting. It's called. Audio prompting. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> So we've got all kinds of virus activities going on. Connie, you'd be more than welcome. As I said earlier, go to behindoureyes.org and you'll find a membership form. You'll complete that and you'll be subscribed to our email list where you'll can or you can share your work and you also get announcements of our upcoming activities. So I hope that answers your question. And Connie, let me just also say that that email list is in many ways the, the hub of what Behind Our Eyes does because people send their stuff regularly and people, you know, get, give them reactions, critiques, usually, um, you know, replying to the sender alone. And for me, that's the most powerful part of Behind Our Eyes that you get immediate, immediate feedback, you know, um, via email, basically. Um, so, uh, I hope you will join us. And we also, I, I, I do a, a, I send out a prompt once a week, a six sentence story prompt. This comes from a blog I subscribe to where she gives us a word and then you write a story, poem or essay and no more and no less than six sentences. And so I send those out to the list and people love sharing, sending in their contributions to that. So just different stuff like that. So yeah, hope that helps. Uh, Debbie Hazelton. Hi, everyone. I I have to say, I know I heard that justice last year, and I loved it then, and I remember Jason talking about it with me and talking about developing it, but this time when I heard it, I started to cry. It reminded me of, I felt like it was like a baby coming in the beginning, and yeah. it ended in a climax, and I start, I just started to cry. I you know, I feel like that belongs somewhere really big. Like I could see that being used. I don't know if there are like big national or international things where you could send that and have it aired and and really um, get some credit uh, for for. Joan, um, what a beautiful poem, and for the compilation that all of you did. It's just, and it has uh, the feel of many people I know in this country who really feel that, come on, justice, you know, that you reflected Peter and all of you. It's just beautiful. 
And I will check out uh, your the behind your eyes. I, I love it. And so I don't want to, I could go on and on. It's just incredible. Thank you so much. Thanks, it's Debbie. absolutely beautiful. Thank you, Debbie. Just for for clarity, it's behind our eyes. Behind our org. eyes. Yes. I wonder if our I was, eyes. Yeah. Org. Behind our eyes.org. That is absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you, Deb. That's really nice. Okay, next we have, I believe it is Miss Patty Fletcher. You guys, the Behind Our Eyes does amazing work. Um, you haven't, if you did, I missed it while going from device to device. Um, but did you talk about the magazine that you all put out, the Magnets and Ladders magazine? I can t- I can talk more about that. Yeah, this is yeah. a it, it comes out twice a year in the spring and in the fall, and it contains stories, poems, and essays. And anyone with a disability can uh, submit work. And if you go to magnetsandladders.org, you will find not only the current issue but also the guidelines right there. So if you would like. To submit something, you can do that. You don't have to be a member of Behind Our Eyes in order to submit something. We have every time we have something called a writer's climb where people send in uh, articles about writing. But then this for this fall winter issue, we're going to be having a finish the story contest. And the story to finish is in this issue of Magnets and Ladders. Oh, so you can go yes. in there and find that. that. And then yes. you can you can see if you can finish the story. And uh, some of you probably know Cheryl McNeil Fisher, who does the Writing Works Wonders. She wrote that story. So you can go in there and then you can write an ending to that story and submit it. And if it you know wins the contest, it will be published in the magazine. Mm-hmm. So is writing works wonders a, de- a derivative of Behind Our Eyes? Or no, that- no, no, no. Okay. It's a totally no. separate just, entity. Just know there are a lot of you in there. So I didn't know. I yeah, there's just, there, well, we, we like to go to both, you know. No, there's a lot of cross-pollination, Patty. Yeah. Yeah, well, I like cross-pollination. <laughs> yes. No, I'm just, I'm actually. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, a couple of the questions that I'm asking didn't come from me. They're they're friends of mine who have emailed me and said, "Can you ask these questions? They couldn't be here." So that's why I'm doing it. So um, they're listening, though. So um, so yeah. um, But I think you guys do great work, and that come on justice. Um, I'm fortunate enough because we did the the convent the um, exhibit booth last year, and Annie sent me copies of like i have the complete version and i listen to it every time i need a a pep talk oh and so thanks for sharing memory. that yeah so, um, yeah yes, i i do and uh so i'm really grateful you know and annie gave me permission to share it around and every now and then i put up a dropbox link for it because i just feel like when it's a bad news day um <laughs> I put it up with a little promo for you guys because I just think people need that encouragement. So that's all I have. And uh, good, good job. And when is the um, regular showcase? Is that going to be on the, the Friends and Art Showcase? Is that going to be online? Yeah, uh, it'll be on media, ACB Media 1 at 730 Central Time tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Okay. I've been hunting it everywhere. Chasing my tail looking for it. All right. I can sit out there. All right, thanks. Guys. Thanks, Patty. Thanks, Patty. Thanks, Patty. Oh, and Blue is probably chasing his tail, too. That's got to be interesting, too. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, we, sure. do, we try not to do it at the same time. It's a small apartment. Y'all have a great night. You're doing a good job. Good night, Patty. Thanks. thanks Thank Patty. you, Patty. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Come on, Justice. <laughs> Um, next, we have Marlene Messett. Yes. Hi, Marlene. Hey, Marlene. Hi, Hi Marlene. Marlene. Hi, everybody. It's like old home week. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also want to say on our website, we also have public areas for anyone to download, actually, our book launches and special events uh, recordings yes. that you forgot can listen to. Oh, and, thank you, Marlene. And, I forgot and, about that, too. And the transcripts. For the book launches, but that's enough plug for us. I want to say <laughs> that the I am so absolutely thrilled to be listening to your um, music and and the um, both versions are just absolutely phenomenal. And I have to say, 
Joan's poem is so, so needed in such a twisted, yes. crazy society that we have today. And her, um, originally, I believe, Joan, if I get this right, her poem was birthed during National Poetry Month on the day that Joan was poet of the day for the letter J, right? Oh, that could be. Maybe for justice. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, you had J. I don't. And yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Marlene is our official archivist for Behind Our Eyes, <laughs> yeah. and and the Behind Our Eyes secretary. So, um, and my co-chair for a couple her. of things. So I believe her too. <laughs> <laughs> and, Thanks uh, for mentioning it. Yes, I mean, poet of the day. That's just phenomenal, uh-huh. and I'm so glad that Alice has done that for the last couple of years. It's just absolutely wonderful. And one more thing, I wanted to say, um, I was at <laughs> the readers' workshop when Joan did oh. the um, chant version of "Come On, Justice," and it was such a wonderful idea to rally us and to do the chant with her. You know, it it was it was great. It was a great beginning to and to have it flower and birth be birth like this is such a blessing. Will this be will this be able to be replayed yes. as a recording? Will yes. it be available? Yay! Yes. Yay! Thank you very much. That's all I have. Thank <laughs> you, Marlene. Marlene. Thank thank you, Marlene. Thank you. Okay, next we have Alice Massa. Hi, Alice. Hi. Definitely old home. Congratulations. Hey, Alice. Congratulations, Joan, on such a stunning poem. And to all of the rest of the panel, to bringing uh, the poem to another level at which we all can enjoy in yet another way. So really, congratulations so much. And thank you, Marlene, for mentioning National Poetry Month. And I'll second Marlene's comment. I do believe it did stem from the letter J and the 10th day of National Poetry Month uh, of 2022. So um, it's just a a magnificent piece. And I also hope, as someone said earlier, that it can find a spot in a museum somewhere. It just seems to me that it belongs in one of those places by an oil painting or a statue. And one would press the button in the museum and then hear all of your voices coming Mm -hmm. together. So I think that would be wonderful. Uh, And to go on with what Abby was speaking about, the next deadline for magnets and ladders is August 15. And that will be here soon. So anybody who does want to submit to magnets and ladders, I'd ask you to keep that date in mind as well. And I too was at that reader's workshop uh, when Joan had us all together doing the refrain to this wonderful poem. And it was a moment to remember. And my only regret is that that's the one event other than our committees that we do not record. So we don't have a recording of that marvelous moment at that reader's workshop when Joan first uh, really presented that poem, I believe, with audience participation. But it was a wonderful and memorable moment. So thank you again to all of you very much. Thank you, Alice. Thank you so much. Thank you, Alice. Okay, next we have Beth. Hi, Beth. Hey, Beth. Everybody, great presentation. Hi. Um, I was wondering two things. First of all, how did Magnets and Ladders get its name? And secondly, Jason, I don't know if you, I'm sure you're familiar with this. You probably have seen this around. When the pandemic was at its worst, there were choirs and singing groups that each member would send in their part actually singing their part and then someone would do the editing and put it together how is that different from what you did thank you magnets and ladders of uh, a name or marlene it's a intricate um uh description but the ladder is you're, you're climbing toward success and the magnet is kind of keeping you grounded 
I think oh, that's okay. the way I see it. Yeah, okay. I think that's how I see it. That's okay, good. that that's sounds good. Right. Maybe yeah. somebody can correct us. Uh, we have someone with a raised hand who might, uh, somebody named Butch, I Bush. But I don't Lisa Bush? Lisa? Is it Lisa Bush? Well, Lisa Bush. No. Is it, uh, I'm the one who came up with the magnets and letters. And I mean, it's pretty much for me was like magnets attract and ladders um, are going up. So it's, it's sort of like what Abby said. But I just wanted to also say that um, I really much enjoyed the poem and what was done with it. And um, I'm fascinated with the idea of being able to use so many tracks and kind of wish I knew more about that. So, Jason, can you talk about um, what Beth was talking about, that, that choir thing? Because that is a fascinating sure. thing. So my understanding is that they come in two varieties. Some of them are audio only, like what we did with Come mm-hmm. On Justice, and some of them include audio and video. So I can speak at least for the audio part. It isn't very different from what I was doing, and it requires that somebody synchronize all of the parts and make sure that the volumes blend because everyone's coming from a different uh, quality of equipment, a different microphone, all sorts of circumstances that affect the sound coming in. And it, it takes a little artistry to master and, and mix and balance all of that. But with video, I think it becomes a little more difficult because, yes, uh, you have to synchronize everything and make sure the sound blends, but you have to make sure the videos all, I don't even know. I'm thinking probably all these little tiles with the, with the people in them. I have no idea how that's represented or, mm. or maybe, maybe um, it is, it is even better than that. But um, I've heard some of those and, and they're absolutely beautiful. It's amazing. Yeah, it absolutely is. It is an amazing thing. We, we, uh, uh, when, the, when the praise band was out of commission and went for COVID, our church praise band, we tried to sort of do that so we, we could provide music for the, uh, virtual church services. And we had various degrees of success depending on the recording equipment and so on and so forth. Mm. It's a hard thing to do well. I can yeah. imagine. Yeah. So, uh, thank you. Um, you know, Debbie Hazelton had some really good ideas about developing the, um, the exposure to this to this wonderful piece, and I'm wondering, like, you know, since each of you here today, uh, you know, is part of that, you know, what what are your thoughts on that? Well, I I, I should say that I um I marketed it to two different choirs in in Colombia last year, um uh one to the church choir that I belong to, which is a uh, uh for for younger people the, ser- the services for younger people, and the other for a children's choir. And the response I got back for both was, this is awesome. Uh, but they weren't quite sure how to, how to incorporate it into a program. So, okay. and, and, and they wanted a score. And my basic reaction was a score. What do you need a score for? You know, like, you know, you need directions. <laughs> um, and so yeah. I never quite got beyond the score comment, but I'm not, I haven't given up. I mean, there are, there are places where this, this could be performed live. Um, and that's, that was sort of my idea. You, you get a decent percussionist and get a choir to, um, you know, and, and give the choir directions. Um, uh, and I think it would be very, very effective. Um, I just haven't found the right person to take it on yet. So that's my sort of take on it. I have not given yeah. up. I think it's a fabulous. Yeah, this this is, it's interesting you said that because I was, I was thinking of, um, something on stage. Um, you know, if it was done right. Um, each of the performers could, you know, the light could go on over each of them, you know, and, and switch over from one to the other. And I, I could, you know, I picture this in my head. I mean, this is my problem as a person who's visually impaired. I never was, I wasn't visually impaired until I was like 30. So, and I'd, I've done stage and, you know, lighting and all that. And I'm thinking in my head, like, how could I get somebody to help me like figure this out for a stage piece? Cause it would be really powerful. Um, but that, that's as far as I get, like it's in my head and I can picture it in my head, but I don't know how far I can go past that. Annie, you know? I'm going to interrupt for just a minute to tell you that Deb, Debbie Hazleton has her hand raised and she is unmuted. 
So, wow, I am feeling really connected with you all and appreciating <laughs> being here. Um, and Annie, I did not know that about you, that you um, did all that before you were 30. And that's incredible. And what a lot to go through with sight loss at that point. Um, and so many years ago with ACB radio, um, Jonathan Mosen took people singing different parts on Skype or, uh, and they sent them, they sent them to him or they recorded them on Skype, I think, and then sent them. And he took them and did harmonies and, and things kind of like this. Um, and so that was what was done back then. Um, I think even, you know, recordings through Zoom and putting them together. I think things like that have been done with choirs. Uh, and I think things like that are done on stage. What I, when I said about this piece publicly, I don't just see it in a museum. I mean, like, I'd like to see this. This could be done for the Super Bowl. This could be done for... inaugurations this should be done this should be on tv or you know or redone live or or brought as a recording and heard by you know huge audiences so that's my take and wow i'm just thrilled to be here thank you thanks thank you so joan so joan what do you think of all that like from humble beginnings. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Um, I, I would love it to be used somewhere bidding. I don't know if the Super Bowl is where I would put it, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but there are lots of places and you, you've all, Deborah, I really appreciate your input. Um, and all of you, I, it's, I don't know. Maybe I can think of some really worthy person out there to send it to, and we can all think about that. We have a spiritual center. Yeah. We have a spiritual yeah. center, and a and a woman who is has walked around the world uh, with her partner, and I just I really want to share it. I just think, you know, maybe they'd like to hear it locally, spiritually. But also, I think the women who walked around the world would probably just, probably just cry like me. I mean, just love it. It's, it's brilliant. Well, uh, uh, we're happy to send you the track and you're welcome to share it. You know, I, I, I perfectly, uh, I would be awesome. Well, I asked Jason for it. Good. And, and I really am happy to share it. And, uh, wow. Just thank you. And we can help. I will. And, you know, there's the live showcase coming up um, at convention in Schaumburg and I, I will be there and I already have plans with Jason. So I will be bringing them to the audition. And so um, happy to participate. We are, we are delighted. And this gives me a chance to sort of encourage people, uh, remind people that we, we don't just have the virtual showcase tomorrow at seven 30 p.m. Central Time on ACB Media One and the post showcase party afterwards at 9.30. But there's going to be an in-person showcase on Monday, July mm-hmm. 3rd. Um, and we are still looking for performers. And there'll be an audition time on Sunday at 4 p.m., but that's negotiable because I know people can't always be there at that time. But um, uh, Jason is in charge of that in-person showcase, and I, I sure will be a terrific event. And uh, But if you want to yeah. perform... Uh, and alert us ahead of time, please send us an email at showcase at friendsinart.org. Showcase at friendsinart.org, and we will work with you. Um, thank you, Deb, for that chance yeah. to give that, give that promotion. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so, and what, what I also should say before we end is that everybody on this panel will be on tomorrow night's showcase, except for Jason. And Jason will be featured on the uh, uh, in-person showcase. So listen for what Annie and Abby and I guess what I'm doing. And um, oh, I'm sorry. I don't think um, I, I said it wrong. Um, Joan is not on um, the show. But in any case, there are people from the Writers Workshop, who uh, other people who are on as part of the show as well. So 
uh, enjoy that part of the show. Do we have any um, last words <laughs> from anybody? I, I, just, I like- just want to say um, thank you, everyone, for helping this poem fly. You really put your own spirits into it. And, you know, Jason, your amazing gifts of weaving things together and Peter, your vision of it and Annie, you too, and Abby, your beautiful, clear voice. I just am so thrilled and honored and thank you very much for bringing life to this piece. We're thrilled to do it. Yes. You're welcome. Yes. We couldn't have done it without your poem. If if it was not your poem, it would not have been a project at all. That's That's correct. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. So thank you all for attending. And I, I don't know if it's quite the right moment, but I think it's close. We need a closing uh, code, I think. The closing CEU code 25279. Again, 25279. Thank you. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you for everything you did with us tonight. Thank you for joining us. Have a great evening.